This is the Adventure Between Us podcast, and I'm your host, Destiny Finn. In this episode, we are really just going to kind of be talking about the bypass little beauties of life that do. They just go unnoticed and unseen because we're so busy and consumed with the mental that we aren't actually in connection in the spirit, the soul, and the body. So let's jump in. Today, I'm at a park. And it's actually become one of my favorite parks in the area that I'm at right now. And the thing is, I honestly didn't know about it until about three months into being in this area because it was just hidden. It is. It's kind of in like a little cove behind a bunch of trees. But when you get here, it's absolutely breathtaking. There was a man who sculpted this entire area for like the sidewalks and the bridge over the stream and all that. But it's not actually sidewalks in the sense of just pavement. He took these rocks and he placed them all together to create this beautiful kind of sculpture of an area. He created like a little tiny amphitheater. He created like the walls and it's, it's truly honestly breathtaking. Like the sculpture and the architecture of it is a true piece of art that honestly, most people here probably don't even go to and actually just take notice of how beautiful it truly is in the day-to-day life because it does, you know, we just, we kind of get in this funk, even just in our own lives, in our own beauty, in our house, we just, we start letting it be bypassed and go unnoticed and just become part of the dull scenery of our lives. And we don't actually stop and truly just sit still for 10 minutes and just actually look at the beauty that's all around us. And that's something that's honestly just kind of been really hitting me deep today is how much I bypass the little beauties in life. You know, these little tiny gems of watching butterflies. And yesterday I was at a park and we were just sitting, me and a friend, and we were just kind of talking because I was waiting to go to an appointment to meet up with somebody. And so we were just there kind of hanging out until it was time to go meet up with that person. And we were just talking. And we were sitting by another river. um, And next thing I know, I see a turtle walking on the bed of the river. And I'm like, a turtle. (laughs) And they're like, what? (laughs) I'm like, look, a turtle. (laughs) You know, and so I took a picture of it. I was like, wow, that's a big snapper. Not going to touch it. Um, (laughs) But it was so cool because honestly, I for one, I do. I get really distracted, not necessarily with my phone, because that's something over this past year I've just really been detaching myself from again, is just getting away from just being attached to this device, because that was number one. That's the number one thing that just makes us bypass the beauties in life, is our devices. We are consumed with entertainment and media that we honestly, we don't know what to do with ourselves if we don't have it most of the time. We can't actually like just set the phone down for a day without touching and just leave it dead in a drawer. And if you can, I am so thankful that you can. And that's a huge accomplishment that you should be proud of. And don't listen to the people that say, wow, you're kind of weird of like the past centuries. Um, Because that's actually something that you don't realize is how much of an addiction in someone's life until you actually remove it. But the second thing is, is honestly, honestly, the mental. Because I, for one, have really been starting to realize how much I'm just mentally consumed and distracted because I just allow myself to. I haven't created healthy boundaries to not let myself go consumed with just little things that honestly don't need to be consuming me. You know, like 
I have literally gotten all my tasks done for like the rest of this month that are like big, immediate. It needs to be done because, you know, you have deadlines and dates for jobs and the government and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just, I'm done. I, I might have a few little tasks, and I do. I have a bunch of little tasks of, okay, I need to go get some goo gone, and I need to go get some lemon juice, and I need to set a mouse trap, like little things like that, you know? But I see how much I allow myself to com- be consumed by those things and turn a needle into like a giant sword and turn a piece of hay into a haystack kind of situations. But I also see how that truly does take away from the beauties that are in my life. You know, I make this to-do list in my head and I start overburdening myself with unrealistic expectations of it needs to be done now when in reality it doesn't need to be done now and it can get done when it gets done. You know, this morning I woke up and I was like, okay, I got to go to the courthouse at like blah, blah, blah time, but it doesn't open till 8.30, so I can't go before 8.30, but I kind of want to go before noon because I want to eat lunch. Um, And so I was kind of already like consuming myself with this anxiety. I was giving myself my own anxiety of, oh, this has to get done now, but the reality is it's like 6.15 in the morning and the courthouse is like 20 minutes out. Like, (laughs) I'm not getting there. Even if I walked, I'd still be there before 8.30 if I left that moment kind of thing. But we do, we really, we just over-function. We are over-functioning stressaholic maniacs a lot of the times, or at least I know I have been in my past life, because we just allow ourselves to be overburdened by things that shouldn't be burdening us, stealing the beauties and the little gems of daily day life. And I was getting on that men- mentality track mindset of, okay, blah, 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 and immediately a little voice in my head just said, stop. There is literally no rush. That's like the only thing you have to do today is go to the courthouse and figure out that stuff. Like that's all you have to do. Like everything else is done. And everything else that isn't done is optional to be done. (laughs) And so I did. I just, I took a step back and I just breathed. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Little voice. You are 100% right. And I should just allow myself the freedom to breathe. And I think that's something we honestly don't allow ourselves is we do. We set unrealistic expectations with ourselves and we burden ourselves with just stressors that we create in our own head because we we do. We go hard on ourselves, especially if you're an overachiever, kind of unrealistic expectation, bad habit kind of person like I was and I still slightly am at times. We do. We like push ourselves to the breaking point and we beat ourselves up daily you know, oh, you did that wrong. Like you should be better, you know, and we don't allow ourselves grace. We become the judge and the like jury and the jurisdiction all to ourselves. We become the person who torments ourselves when nobody's asking us to be tormented. You know, our heavenly father is not telling us, Hey, go beat yourself up right now. That's not what he's saying. Yet we choose to do that. I choose to do that. And that's not cool, man. And so there I was, and I almost started doing that, and I was like, nope, I'm going to get done when I get done, and I did. I just kind of turned on a podcast that I liked listening to because I have a habit of just getting distracted and not actually taking time to mentally self-care with learning Um, because I do. I I busy myself with stress, and I let that consume my time instead of actually being productive. I become so stress procrastinating in my head because I'm afraid of making any mistakes that I end up being anti-productive and I did I just kind of started cleaning and 
going about my day and I had everything done and it still wasn't even time for me to leave. <laughs> but it was so much more peaceful to have that mindset than the stress of, oh, I got to go to the courthouse and like constantly checking my watch every five minutes kind of vibe when literally it's not going to change. And after the courthouse, I did. I was like, okay, what do I do now? Um, and I was about to kind of get back into my bad habit of stressing. Of, oh, I got to get all this stuff done, but it can't be done today. Some of the stuff literally cannot be done until like Thursday next week. Like that's the day it's scheduled to get done. Um, and so me sh- spending this next week stressing about that would literally do nobody good. It's literally going to do you no good to be stressing for an exam, be stressing about a doctor's appointment, be stressing about a date that's like a week to two weeks out. Because that literally does nothing. What you can do, though, is prepare for it. You can start preparing for that exam by studying. You know, I don't have to stress about this, but every day I'm going to study that vocab a little bit. I'm going to study the terminology. You know what? That doctor's appointment, stress is just going to make it go worse. So I'm going to believe that it's going to come out with the best expectations, that I'm going to be cancer-free, that I'm not going to have a tumor growing. Because stress creates a non-alkaline state in your body because it spikes your system with cortisone and that is horrible for your body. Stress is literally the number one killer with sugar following. Um, (laughs) And it is, it's just really bad and it does. It makes you bypass the beauties. And that was even today. I just, I really, I've really been on this journey lately of just becoming the 2.0 version of myself. And I'm gonna be speaking about that a lot more in the upcoming weeks, hopefully, as long as I continue to solidify those habits into my life because I don't want to be a talker and not a doer, if that makes sense. I don't want to be like, hey, you should like go and self-care and eat healthier as I'm eating like a bag of potato chips. Like that's kind of hypocritical to me and I'm getting a lot better at not being that person. Um, but I have, I've just really been on this season and this journey of just what do I want to be? Who am I? What does my life look like? What do I feel? What do I say? What do I do? Who am I? And I was just kind of sitting there and I was just sitting on like the little bridge, looking at the water with my feet in there, just kind of really thinking about that. And I already journaled and whatnot. I just, I kind of started talking. I kind of just started praying. And the thought came to me of, you want to be somebody who is captivated by the beauty around you. And I was like, Huh. And it really got me on this thought process with myself because I used to be somebody captivated by color and beauty and just the little things in life. Like I was, I was the person that was all about the details. I was a detail person. You know, I, I cared about the little details of how does presentation look, that reputation, just, oh wow, look at how the sun hits that light beam, you know, and how it hits the tree to create that light beam, I should say, and the shadows and the highlights and, oh, look at the little spots on that ladybug. And I was that person. I was detailed and just blown away by the beauty around me. But I started to realize as I was sitting there, how over the past few years, I had allowed myself to just become so distracted and so busy, whether that was not even physically of like running from like sports to school to groups to hangouts to drinks at night, like kind of vibe, but more of that just distracted in my own head that if I wasn't stressing about one thing, I would find the next thing in my head that I could turn into a mountain and start stressing about it. And I just, I never let myself and my soul and my spirit and my body just rest and just focus in together and be in harmony to focus on the beauty around me like I started to lose that color in my life 
and that honestly was a huge realization to me as I started to think about that. And I was like, you're right. You know what? This next version of myself, this healthier and better version of myself, I want to be somebody who's captivated by beauty. You know, someone who actually takes the time to look over and just find that beauty in my life because it is, it's all around you. And we should, we should establish a relationship with beauty. And that starts with becoming something beautiful within ourselves, like a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, but also finding that beauty around us, you know? It's not just grass. It's a lush green field for me to walk around in barefooted. You know, it's not just a vehicle. Like, that is a beautifully crafted Jeep that I get to drive every day. That's something that I loved and I wanted since I was a kid. And now it's mine. Like, that is something to be beautifully happy about. That is something to be captivatingly happy and inspired by. Even just the water, like the way that it just ripples across the rocks and the grounds and how the little fish are swimming about and how there's a dragonfly sitting next to me just chilling out, you know? He's just enjoying his day. And I saw that dragonfly and I was like, man, I need to become more like that dragonfly. Because we do. We are overtasking, overfunctional, like chipmunks on steroids, overcapulated, overcaffeinated, and overstimulated. Because we're afraid to be bored with ourselves, I think, a lot of times. Because we honestly have lost that connection in ourselves with that soul and that body and that spirit kind of vibe. And we've kind of lost that connection of who we are. You know, I have talked about this before. But, like, as a kid, you ask a kid, hey, what do you like? And they're like, I like cars and trucks and books and paints and dinosaurs. And they go on and on and on about the things that they love. But you ask an adult what they love and they kind of just honestly most of the time give you a blank slate or they'll be like my dog my wife my house like but they don't sound actually like they love it it's more of just here's an answer to make you go away and it is like we've lost that connection of beauty in our lives because we've allowed busyness to take over the beauty because something about beauty is honestly it's kind of slow going That's something I've kind of, in my opinion, have started to notice is beauty isn't forced, it flows. And that's how life is when we force life. It's not as peaceful as when we just let it flow. Um, When we force ourselves, it's not something that allows it to flow. And we forget that life is a journey, not a task. Um, And if you've had something traumatizing happen, if you've had 20 years of a fixed mindset You're not going to change that mindset in two days when it literally takes at least 21 days to create a habit. Um, And that's how it is with beauty. Like a tree just doesn't out of the ground one day. A flower just doesn't bloom in one day. Like there's literally a flower. I don't actually know the actual name of it, but I remember looking at it one day and like doing some slight research a while back. And it was in the movie Crazy Rich Asians too. So if you've seen that movie, maybe you know what I'm talking about. But there was this flower that literally blooms for one night out of the entire year for a couple hours. Like it's just a slow blooming and then it like kind of the petals fall off until next year. Like it literally takes a year for this flower to bloom. How insane is that? <laughs> you know, like even a moon, a moon just doesn't appear and disappear one day like it's it's phases you know it just slowly keeps kind of getting smaller and smaller like a little cheese crust until it 
be disappears and it's a new moon and then it starts coming back to be a full moon. Like beauty flows and it's not quick and you have to slow down in your life in order to see it. Because if you are going at bullet train speed, you're not going to see that butterfly just fluttering around. You're not going to see that turtle just kind of walking on the bedside. You're not going to see that kid just dancing out in the yard with its kite in its own little world. Because you're so busy mopping floors and washing dishes and you're not breathing. Because in order to see beauty, you have to first stop and breathe. Because if you're not breathing, and then like we do, we hold our breath a lot of times, like metaphorically, like we're just holding this breath in, like afraid to breathe. And that was even yesterday, like um, in the morning, I was going to help a friend. And this was like a task I had been kind of thinking about for a couple weeks. And I didn't realize how much like breath I'd been holding in until that task was over with. And once that task was done, I was like, well, that was easy. Um, <laughs> And it wasn't actually really hard at all. It was a very easy task. I had just built it up in my mind as something that was going to be hard and difficult and overwhelming. And I, in therefore doing, made myself overwhelmed, stealing myself from the beauty of my day-to-day life. So if I can encourage you with anything, it's honestly just to slow down and breathe. And to remember that in order to see beauty, it does take you being still. You know, beauty starts with boredom. That's that's my new like motto in my head because it might sound boring just to go sit and stare at water for a little while, especially when you're so used to being distracted and go, go, going and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, it is so peaceful. And I used to love sitting by the water. Like I could go sit by a lakeside or an ocean for hours and just chill and literally do that. And then over the past two years, I kind of lost that for a little while. Yeah, there was days that I'd get back into it. But overall, I kind of lost that just that freedom to be bored. And I honestly, I can see how that almost starts even just as a kid or a teenager, you know, because you're like, oh, I'm bored. And your parents are like, I can give you something to do. And it's like, that's that's not what I was meaning. I was just saying I have nothing to do. And I don't know how I feel about that, (laughs) you know. Um... And we kind of start, oh, I can't be bored. You know, to be bored, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get punished because we looked at the work that our parents gave us as a punishment because, we know, we were bored. Um, But bored can actually be a good thing. And it's actually healthy to establish that relationship back with boredom of just allowing yourself to do nothing and allowing yourself and your body just to heal and just to rest and enjoy that it doesn't have to be pulled in seven different directions, that your mind doesn't have to be solving equations, that your body doesn't have to be scrubbing floors, that your body, soul, and spirit can just sit and do nothing and just start to realign itself back into harmony. And therefore, you can then begin to see the beauty that's all around you because it is. It's working in alignment of, wow, look at all this beauty around us. Like, you are a beautiful person and of yourself. Like, you're becoming a healthy person. Like, I'm proud of you and I love you. Like, and it starts to create that healthy connection and relationship with yourself as you establish that relationship with beauty again. Because it all goes, like, kind of hand in hand. You can't, like, have one without the other almost, in a sense, because you do. Like, you are a beautiful creation. And in order to have that relationship with beauty, you need to remind that in and out of yourself and build that relationship back up. That, you know what? I am an outflow of beauty, You know, I am beautiful. Life around me is beautiful. Like, beauty just flows to me. And that was another thing. Journaling this morning, like, I used to be a big doodler. Like, I'd doodle flowers and hearts and butterflies and stars all over my papers. 
And then I stopped doing that. And my journaling kind of got pretty boring in a sense of just words on paper, kind of like bullet point task. And I've started to notice as I've started to build this relationship back with myself and with the beauty of my life and not bypass that beauty that's in front of me and that it's okay to walk a little slow and to feel the breeze and watch the leaves move and not just like power walk it down the like pathway um, that I've started doodling again and that my journaling now is starting to look more like an outflow of art you know there's hearts again and there's flowers and it looks happy and it's full of color and I do I used to love color I used to like write letters to people in rainbow order because I had rainbow like pens and then I kind of stopped doing that and I kind of just went to black ink and I've started to get back into that color and it's honestly felt kind of weird because it's like a muscle that hasn't been used in a while it's like wait I haven't done this in a while let me think about it but it's actually really refreshing when you do it and when it's been done and you're like, wow, that feels so happy. And you do, you just, you kind of stop caring about, oh, what are people going to think with me if I like write them a letter in pink and purple? It's like, you know what? They got a letter. They should be thankful that they're getting a letter in the mail. Someone's thinking of them. Um, <laughs> and it is, it's just, it's creating that outflow of art and beauty is a form of art. Beauty is all around us from your own individual face to the pottery you have in your house to the art and decoration you have in your house to your vehicle to your job to the way that the weather changes every single day and a baby laughs and a kitten meows like beauty is all around and I just really hope my hope for you is that you do you just start establishing that relationship with beauty start taking the time to slow down and I challenge you Find time within this next week, every day, set an alarm on your clock for 10 minutes and go find a place, whether it's in your house that you adore or you want to start loving, not in your bed. I'm, I'm going to say that. Do not get in your bed. I'm going to give you that rule, but like go find your living room that's full of, supposed to be full of art or go sit at that kitchen table you haven't sat at in a while because you eat all your food on your bed as you watch Netflix. No, I'm kidding. Um, but like go find a spot or even go outside. Like, most of us do not spend enough, nearly enough time outside. Like, you should have at least 30 minutes of fresh air a day. That's, like, what's regulated for prison people in prison. Um, and if prisoners have to have 30 minutes a day, I think you as a free soul should have at least 30 minutes of fresh air a day. And do. Just go sit outside. Go get a blanket or a piece of cardboard if you don't want to sit on the ground and sit there on that thing on the ground so your butt's not getting dirty. And just really start making that connection with what's around you again. What do you smell? What do you see? What do you feel? How does that sun feel upon your skin? How does that fresh air feel? How does that fresh air smell? What are the sounds you hear? You know, the rustling of the water and the leaves and the crickets chirping. Like, get in tune with those five senses. Get in tune with the five senses of beauty and find five things within each of those five senses of that beauty. And just allow yourself to be human, to rest to be beautiful and find the beauty. But yeah, thank you so much for listening into this podcast. If it encouraged you, please subscribe and share it with a friend because that encourages me and helps me reach my goals as well. And it's been an honor talking to you guys today. Peace out, Girl Scouts.